Hey, I'm Matt Sparks. And I'm Branson Stowell. And welcome to the Film Exchange, where two friends and film enthusiasts discuss the films that inspire us. Today's film is Defending Your Life, a 1991 comedy drama film directed by Albert Brooks. The film stars Brooks himself as Daniel Miller, a Los Angeles advertising executive who dies and finds himself in a strange afterlife world where people must defend their lives before a celestial tribunal to determine if they are worthy of advancement to the next phase of existence. Through his experiences, Daniel learns valuable lessons about life, love, and the pursuit of happiness as he strives to prove himself and win his case. The film features a witty and insightful script, charming performances, and a thought-provoking commentary on the meaning of life and what truly matters. This film, of course, was Matt's pick. Matt, why did you choose Defending Your Life? Well, uh, I chose this film because I think it's an overlooked great comedy. I love Albert Brooks uh, writing and directing and love to see Meryl Streep in a comedy like this. I love films about the afterlife. We already talked about one of the other great afterlife movies, A Matter of Life and Death. And both of these films were brought back into discussion when Pixar's film Soul was released because Soul drew a lot of inspiration from both of these movies. I enjoy how the film doesn't judge its characters too harshly. You know, it takes place in a city called Judgment City. <laughs> I love how it, it's cynical about American culture and society, but it's humane at the same time. And it still entertains. And one thing that I think separates it from other films that are about the afterlife or life after death, and especially romantic films about life after death, is this one. It doesn't feel too weighty. I think of films like Meet Joe Black that just feel like, oh, so drama. It's a film that I think about often and I, I recommend to people uh what did you think i thought it was lovely i was kind of shocked that i hadn't heard of it i think you're right when you say sort of underrated or underrepresented it felt very thought-provoking it felt like almost like a philosophical discussion it was all inviting and funny there's a self-deprecating but it's funny and i think it's deeply insightful it makes me think of soul and all these films about the afterlife it was didn't feel overly religious it wasn't trying to be like preachy about something specific you know they have one quick commentary on heaven and hell <laughs> and rip torn's character says uh oh hell doesn't exist although i hear los angeles is getting pretty close there was the nbc comedy show for a long time called the good place that was all about what happened after you died i think it ran five seasons that was so much about the situation and people not believing and having to like figure out how this world works and all the mechanisms were explained the thing that this film does great is everyone's just like this is how it is it's just this de facto situation they're like welcome to judgment city and he's sort of disoriented but quickly kind of just accepts his reality and i think that's super wonderful interesting little fun fact they show a postcard an aerial view of judgment city it's actually an aerial view of denver no way of downtown denver that's yeah because i did kind of think it looked a little familiar I'll have to go back and look at that. I did do some research on him. He comes from a showbiz family. He, you know, he grew up, I think he was born in Beverly Hills, grew up in Southern California, son of two Jewish entertainers. His dad was a very famous comedian. His dad famously died mid-performance. They thought he was doing a shtick because he like had basically a heart attack on stage. No one knew because he's such a good performer. Now, what I love about Albert Brooks's story as kind of a second generation entertainer, there's a layer of intellectuality that goes into this and self-reflection that's really, it's intimidating in a way. That's why I love the defending your life part about the film. As cool as the world building is, the insightfulness into the self and sort of the self-reflective elements of the film, I think are really what sell it. And Meryl frickin' Streep, I mean, come on, the GOAT. 
Meryl Streep is in this movie. and The role doesn't really offer much in terms of characterization. It could have really been anyone, but she really does uh, take it and run with it. Right now, Meryl Streep is Iron Lady or, you know, these larger-than-life people. It's kind of nice to see her as a regular person again. But there's a quote I want to read I thought was interesting by the critic David Kerr. He wrote that Albert Brooks has more in common with Ozu than with a great majority of his Hollywood counterparts. He's one of the few American directors interested in the texture of the quotidian and the particular problems of its presentation. Brooks' camera, while far more active than Ozu's, also seems to be seeking a neutral contemplative distance. Which is interesting to hear Albert Brooks compared to Ozu. But I do feel like you kind of do get that sense of, you know, the camera hanging back observing this film. They sort of just so convincingly accept this reality. And and you do too as the audience. I think world building is great if you're trying to create the world of Harry Potter or Star Wars or something that's like an anthology. But I think for films like this, I love when they just plop you in. Maybe they show you one or two mechanics that are really fun. The, the rest of it just becomes focusing on character and it makes you think the most challenging part is the trial is not about whether he goes to heaven or hell. They make that very clear. So there's no moral condemnation, which is interesting. It's are you ready to move on? to the next realm of existence? Or do you go back to Earth? Yeah, have you overcome your fear, is what they keep asking. When we watch Stairway to Heaven, the British film, the goal is to get back to Earth. That's Soul's goal, right? When you're in Soul, it's like, I, I still have unfinished business on the planet. And this film sort of twists that on its head. It's like, no, nah, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've done my thing, and cool. What was your favorite scene in the film? And my favorite scene is pretty simple. But it's when uh, Daniel, Albert Brooks' character, visits Julia's, Meryl Streep's courtroom uh, where she's having to defend her life. And it's right after he's been a hard day trying to defend all his decisions. And it's very stressful. He walks into hers and everyone's really cozy, cuddling up and watching one of her the scenes from her life on repeat of her saving children and a cat from a, a burning home. And that's the scene that I think about the most when I recall this movie, just because I, I think it's hilarious. Like, I do wish we got more from her character. Obviously, it wasn't really about her, but she just seems so infallible to me. And I guess that was sort of the point. Like, like normally that would annoy me, but I think it was almost comedic how she kind no, of it was never funny. did anything wrong. But I, I feel like it's worth pointing out there are some jokes in this movie that some racist ones. All the people that were in the, the past lives in the pavilion were all racial stereotypes. True. Oh, my gosh. It felt like a little bit of a zoo. Another thing I just have a grievance with the film. I love this film, but I don't really care for the ending. The fact that really? it ends in just such a cheesy, romantic way. Like, I I think he should have gone back to Earth. I think in this movie, they proved that he probably did have some learning to do. And just the fact that he runs after Meryl Streep as she's going into another plane of existence. Like, I don't, uh, it just felt like it copped into an audience pleasing moment. I, I don't feel like I was sold on that sweeping embrace and, and all that stuff. I did take issue with that. And it just felt like someone who really wanted to kiss Meryl Streep. Well, Postcards from the Edge came out the same year, and it's a movie based on Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds' life. And Meryl Streep basically played Carrie Fisher. And so they met at a Carrie Fisher's house party. Carrie Fisher introduced Meryl Streep to Albert Brooks, and that's how she got involved in the film. But I do have to ask, what is your favorite scene? My favorite scene is 
kind of one of the most emotionally resonant. It's the first time that you see him defend his life and we go back through his early years. You just see a lot of kind of what I'd call like character development as a child and kind of the difficult household that he grew up in, which is poignant. You know, as funny as this film can be, they kind of weave in this moment where you see his parents screaming at each other and him as a baby and there's kind of this slow zoom in on that. I know that scene. It's it's really hard to watch and it hit me in that moment you just felt like a level of vulnerability and that's where i felt like okay this is an emotionally complex movie it's trying to do a lot more than just make you laugh it wants to make you think too and it definitely makes me interested in seeing more of albert brooks's things i think as a director i was impressed last movie i think i saw him in was drive where he played that jewish mobster who was terrifying (laughs) i forgot that was him Uh, he directed seven film starred in a lot of other films nominated for broadcast news i think that this film is a great afterlife film that sets itself far apart from the others yeah you can listen to our episode on a matter of life and death which is another afterlife film that's quite different than this but i will say the theme that gets across is that dying is not such a bad thing you just end up Having to make a lot of decisions. It's really that transitional, the triage after death is the the (laughs) worst part. Thank you all for listening to our episode on Albert Brooks's Defending Your Life. Reach out to us at our Instagram or Twitter at Film Exchange Pod. And we are looking forward to discussing uh, many more films to come. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.